Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. We pop open some wine, which we've said this before, but after this episode... You're not going to be mad at us yeah. for that. Uh-huh. Because this week we are talking blue zones, how to live to 100. I'm going to add this on and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> and Why beyond. not? Why not? Um, we're going to be talking about what are blue zones if you're like, well, what is that? Where are the blue zones and what we can learn from them? So if you don't know what we're talking about, stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's very fascinating. It's very fascinating. Uh-huh. And at the end of the episode, we're going to be playing unpopular opinion. opinion which you said you what had a good we one were, what if we recorded i don't okay here's the thing it's not that i have a good one it's that i actually have one most ah. of the time i go into this and i go i don't know what my unpopular opinion is but today i figured it out i'm also like now i know our little our little game so uh-huh. i'm like living my life and like oh see that's wrap where up game wrap that's, up game that's where i that's where i kind of that's live. where you've been <laughs> but i've noticed that every i just think of citizens arrests all day long that one's harder for me. That's that the only one I really me. think of. I don't I know don't, if I have an unpopular opinion. I need to look at my phone because I take notes. We do. That's what I do. I'm like, ooh, I found one. So I have one today, ladies and gents. But Nat, before we get into blue zones, let's get into this wine. Yes. Okay. This is a, again, I believe it's in French. Okay. It is Domaine de Lamandine. I need to brush up on what my does French that mean? because, you guys, I'm going to France. Appellation Côte de... I can't say this. I don't know what it is. It's 2016. It's a Syrah Grenache blend, which is interesting because okay. we just did a... Oh, wait. I already poured this. You poured it? You're good. What am I doing? Cheers. Cheers to Blue Zones. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Who does that? Oh, that's when my dad does his Denzel impression. He goes, okay, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Okay, so now let's get into blue zones and who even came up with the concept and how and and, and, and what are they? What, what even is this? Okay, so Dan, I think his last name is Wetner. Oh, I think it's Butner. Butner? Because Bueller is B-U-E. B-U-E. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Bu- We're going to say it's Butner. So Dan Butner, he is the Blue Zones founder. He's a National Geographic fellow and a multiple New York Times bestselling author, public speaker, and explorer. And we have him on the podcast today. And we today. have him today. <laughs> we wish, you guys. We don't. <laughs> but he came up with the concept of Blue Zones by looking into the demographic work done by Gianni Pess and Mikhail Poulan. Uh, which is outlined in the Journal of Experimental Gerontology. Oh my gosh, did I tell you that I took a geriatrics class in at USC? No. Yeah. We should. Oh, I was going to say, we should do an episode on geriatrics. And now I, we kind of are. This is kind of, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So those two guys, they drew concentric blue circles on the map, highlighting villages where they noticed people lived the longest. So building off that, Dan pinpointed other longevity hotspots around the world and dubbed them blue zones. And there are five. Okay. It is Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Nicoya, Costa Rica, Icaria, Greece, and Loma Linda, California. Which seems like that's throwing a wrench in the whole it's thing. It's like, what in the <laughs> fucking world? Um, Literally. And I'm just going to 
I'm going to show off a little bit. I've been in two blue zones in my life. I've been to Sardinia, Italy, and I've been to Nicoya, Costa Rica. Wow. I wonder if just by proxy you'll live longer. I hope so. Jeez. <laughs> so we're, what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to go through all five blue zones and see what they have in common, what they're doing, and why they're living so long. So just to clarify, blue zones are where people are living the longest, where yeah. there's a lot of centarians, which are yeah. people... Over the over age the of year. one, honey. They're all they're all healthy and happy over there on yeah. these in these blue zones. So we're gonna fly across the fly, fly across, across the, the world, world. This <laughs> around the world in ninety minutes. Let's do this, Okinawa, Japan. <laughs> we're going to Okinawa. So okay, Okinawa says the islands at the southern end of Japan have historically been known for longevity. Once called the land of immortals. Oh my god. Yeah. Okinawaans have less cancer, heart disease, and dementia than Americans, and women there live longer than any women on the planet. Wild. I know. So according to National Geographic, in the village of Ogimi? Ogimi. Ogimi. Ogimi? Yeah. Located in the rural north of Okinawa's main island, there's a small stone marker with a few sentences written in Japanese. Roughly translated, they read, at 80... You are merely a youth. <gasps> At 90, if your ancestors invite you into heaven, ask them to wait until you are 100. Then you might consider it. So wow. they're like, we're out here living long and we know it. They're like, we're, we, we stay 100. Yes. So if you're wondering why do Okinawans live so long, well, that comes down to three factors, their diet, their way of life, and their genes. Okay, well, let's let's dive into the diet. So the Okinawan's way of eating emphasizes eating plenty of vegetables and seafood and limiting processed foods. Many of them also eat moderate portions at mealtimes and treat food as a source of medicine. Mm -hmm. I think it's very common in Asian cultures to yeah. use it as medicine. The term Okinawans use for this is, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, nuki, nushi, nushi. Gusui? 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 Yeah. If any of you speak Japanese or are from Japan, please let us know how to properly pronounce that, which roughly translates to food is medicine. Deeply rooted in tradition, nukigushi? I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that. It's the practice of having reverence for food. So simply put, it's about paying attention to what you eat and how you feel. Okinawan cuisine consists of smaller meal portions of green and yellow vegetables, fish, relatively smaller amounts of rice compared to mainland Japan, as well as pork, soy, and other legumes. This, that was the interesting one for me is the pork. Pork. Because they're always saying don't eat pork. Yeah, they're saying don't eat it. But these mm -hmm. people are like, hey, we're 107 and <laughs> we're eating pork. So pork and fish are often served in broth with a variety of ingredients and herbs. But the center of their diet is the satsuma sweet potato. Is that crazy? That, I know. I would not have expected that. So sweet potatoes provide a healthy dose of fiber and have a low glycemic index, meaning that they don't contribute to sharp rises in blood sugar. They also offer essential nutrients like calcium, potassium, magnesium, vitamins A, and C. 
their diet also supplies a relatively high level of soy. Which is also something they like really get on us for. Yeah. Like, don't have soy because yeah. it's going to give you this cancer or like, whatever. Soy is, ne- yeah, take it out of everything. Don't do soy milk. Da-da-da. Yeah. But again, these people, they're like rebels. They're like, we're going to do the opposite and we're going to live way longer. So according to Healthline, research suggests that particular soy-based foods are associated with a reduced risk of chronic illness like heart disease and certain types of cancer, including breast cancer. What's more, jasmine tea is consumed liberally on this diet, and antioxidant-rich spices like turmeric are common. I take a little turmeric pill every day. I should. It's very good for inflammation. I know. I really should. So another thing that Okinawans do that is contributes to them being centarians is their way of life. So researchers say that the Okinawan secrets include two components. So ikigai and moai. So ikigai is a Japanese concept that means your reason for being. So iki in Japanese means life and gai describes value or worth. So your ikigai is your life purpose or your bliss. So it's what brings you joy and inspires you to get out of bed every day. So Japanese psychologist Michiko Kumano has said that ikigai is a state of well-being that arises from devotion to activities one enjoys, which also brings a sense of fulfillment. So your ikigai, there was actually this like chart online I was looking looking at. Looking at. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I just said it like Oh my gosh. Okay, so your ikigai is the place where what you love, what the world needs, what you're great at, and what you're paid for meat like a venn diagram yes so there's like there's like a little you know all these different bubbles and it's where those things meet Ah. and it's essentially like living your life's purpose as your profession Uh uh-huh which is the key i think like you could be doing a lot of things but if you're also not getting compensated for your life's passion yeah i think that's a big key in it yeah you know because it's like it would be so frustrating to be like you know, why am I even doing this? Yeah, I can't so that's this. that's another that's a component of it. It's getting paid for what you love to do. Interesting. So yeah, so let's break down the other half of this, Natalie, which is Moai. Moai, yes. So elders in Okinawa, Japan, which is one of the original blue zone longevity hotspots, they live extraordinarily better and longer lives than almost anyone else in the world. Moai, one of their longevity traditions, are social support groups that start in childhood and extend into their 100s. This was so cool. I love this concept. This is crazy. So traditionally, groups of about five young children were paired together, and then they make a commitment to each other for life. They kind of like marry each other, essentially, at five years old, (laughs) but it's their second family. So they meet regularly with their moai for both work, play, and to pool resources. Some moais have lasted for over 90 years. They've literally hung out every day for 90 years. Yeah, it's just like the importance of having a kiki, like having people to talk to, to feel like you're going through life with, to have as like a support system. Yeah, and Okinawan women, on average, they live eight years longer than American women, and their moai is likely an important component of their long lives. And I definitely can understand that because women are so social. Yeah, and- we like we want that social support. We want that community. So it makes mm-hmm. sense. So that was Okinawa, Japan. So let's fly across the globe to our next blue zone. 
which is Loma Linda, California. Seems random. Seems super random. So Loma Linda is a city in Southern California where 9,000 members of the Seventh-day Adventist Church live. Is that Mormons? Remember the school I went to? Oh, okay. That's them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Data shows that this community of people live as much as a decade longer than the rest of us, and much of their longevity can be attributed to vegetarianism and regular exercise. Plus, Adventists don't smoke or drink alcohol. Hmm. And how do they do all this? Let's jump into it. Let's jump into this. So... First and foremost, their diet and exercise habits. So like we just said, many Adventists follow a vegetarian diet. The Adventist health system shows that consuming fruits and vegetables and whole grains seems to be protective against a wide variety of cancers. For those who prefer to eat some meat, Adventists recommend small portions served as a side dish rather than the main meal. However, in my experience, I rarely have met an Adventist that eats meat at all. And I do have a very brief story here. Okay. Because I did, I went to school at an Adventist school, and this is my little culty school. Okay. And uh, I did not know that meat was not a thing. And so it was my first day of school there, and I was excited for the hot lunch. And it was hot dog day, and I love my hot dogs. I love a hot dog. I love a hot dog. And so I went up to the cafeteria thing, and I got my hot dog, and I came down, and I took a bite out of it, and I was shooketh. Because this shit was a pink eraser. Yeah, yeah. It was Because this is also before we had like the plant-based meats that are really good. So I can imagine what they This was in the year 2000. Yeah, I can imagine what what they gave you. It (laughs) was absolutely horrible. Shocking for a five-year-old. Yeah, but also the hot dogs are the Loma Linda brand. They have their own brand of hot dogs. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, wow. So that's where that hot dog... uh, came from. (laughs) Another habit amongst people in Loma Linda is that they eat large breakfasts, medium-sized lunch, and then light dinners. Also, I want to say, as we were researching, light dinners was a, like, consistent thing among among these blue zones. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about what they're eating. Okay. So their whole thing is that it's biblical. Oh, wow. In support of a biblical diet of grains, fruits, nuts, and vegetables, Adventists cite Genesis 129, which I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it essentially just says, like, eat eat a well-balanced diet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they interpret a well-balanced diet as being low in sugar, salt, and refined grains, heavy on fruits, veggies, nuts, and legumes, so like beans and lentils. Studies have shown that Adventists who ate two or more servings of fruit per day had about 70% fewer lung cancers than ones who ate fruit once or twice a week. And Adventists who ate legumes, such as peas and beans, three times a week had a 30 to 40% reduction in colon cancer. Wow. And surprisingly, 10% of their diet consists of dairy. Interesting. I remember they put so much cheese on everything. Really? And I was never mad about that. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, another interesting part of their diet, I think, is that they really love tomatoes. Hmm. So Adventist women who consume tomatoes at least three to four times a week reduce their chance of getting ovarian cancer by 70% over those who ate tomatoes less often. Damn, that's a Big, just a 70, 70 big. basically 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so eating a lot of tomatoes also seem to have an effect on reducing prostate cancer for men. So a new study has found that adherence to this way of life, which is the tomato the life. Tomato, that tomato life. Um, <laughs> have the 
nation's lowest rate of heart disease and diabetes and have very low rates of obesity. And in terms of exercise, the Adventist Health Survey shows that you don't need to be a marathoner to maximize your life expectancy. Getting regular low-intensity exercise like daily walks appear to help reduce your chance of having heart disease and certain cancers. That's another through line that I've seen. Everybody walks. They walk. And then in terms of their way of life, every week Adventists take a complete break from sundown on Friday night to sun up on Sunday morning, which they claim relieves their stress, strengthens social networks, and provides uh, consistent exercise because during this time of the Sabbath, that's what they call it, they stick to activities like outdoor sports, hiking, etc. I'm going to be doing this. Well, so they also, they do it as a group. So you're only allowed to hang out with fellow Adventists. But they believe that that strong sense of community is linked to their overall health. And like many religions, they also do a considerable amount of charity work. You do good, you feel good. You do good, you feel good, for sure. Well, let's move over to Sardinia, Italy. Very different than Loma Linda, California. Very different. Yeah, so the They're not eating weird hot dogs, I guarantee it. (laughs) So the island of Sardinia actually was the first blue zone to have been declared. Sardinia is striking not so much because of their general longevity numbers, but specifically around the longevity of men who generally have a shorter lifespan than women, women, than a woman, than a what? (laughs) So Dan Butner, the researcher behind blue zones says, quote, for every one male centurion in the U.S., there are five women centurions. In Sardinia, it's one-to-one. Oh, my So that just shows you how much longer men are living in Sardinia than in the U.S. Interesting. Yeah, so let's get into why Sardinia is a blue zone. So number one is reverence and appreciation of the elderly. The older generations are considered wise teachers, They've lived the longest. They know all the secrets for a better crop, a healthier livestock, and how to make the best food out of them. They're the ones who teach the younger generations how to live, follow their steps, and are involved in the education of the children. Yeah. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I like that. Grandparents play a huge role in the family and often provide childcare for their grandchildren. This may all add up to healthier, better-adjusted, and longer-lived children. And it may give the overall population a life expectancy bump. So it's kind of like this self-fulfilling prophecy where the older generation is gaining something by raising the younger children, but also the younger children are more well-adjusted so that they live longer. So it's It's just a cycle. But that's the one thing that the U.S. does not really do that is very prominent in a lot of other cultures is having grandparents in the home. Yeah. Well, also... America's kind of different in the fact that post like 1970, whatever, our divorce rate went absolutely yeah. through the roof. So then families just are all over. Like they're scattered. Yeah. Like my cousins don't even live in California. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're all over the place. Yeah, for sure. So another reason that Sardinia is a blue zone is how they eat and drink, including wine. <gasps> Cheers. Cheers. So eating habits in Sardinia are rooted in tradition and are based predominantly on vegetable-based food consumption. So that's fruits, vegetables, legumes, nuts, and a small percentage of animal-based foods necessary for like essential amino acids. But all of it is seasoned with olive oil, rich in antioxidants. Sardinians also traditionally eat pecorino cheese. God, I love pecorino pecorino cheese. cheese. Really? 
Oh, it's I've so never, good. I don't think I've ever had it. It's I like ha- a it's like a sharp parm. Oh, it's fucking good. Well, that's made from grass fed sheep whose cheese is high in omega three fatty acids, and meat is largely reserved for Sundays and special occasions. Hmm. And then you know. There's wine. And there's wine. Which is incredibly healthy when consumed moderately with meals, especially red wine, like their typical Cannonau. 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 I wanted to get it for this episode. I forgot, you guys. Okay. We've been busy. Yeah. So Cannonau seems to have the highest levels of polyphenols of any wine which is antioxidants linked to heart health, protecting us from cardiovascular disease. It is also rich in anthocyanins, Hmm. commonly found in berries, naturally occurring compounds responsible for that red-purple color of red wine grapes with an antioxidant effect as well. So this is is not mean they need to get drunk on uh, Cannonau, but locals drink an average of two glasses a day, which actually is me getting drunk every day. That would be me getting drunk every single day. <laughs> if I had two glasses of wine But every maybe day. if we had two every day, we would, our you tolerance. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, after one, I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the other thing, here we go again, they walk. The unique, rocky, sun-beaten terrain of central Sardinia has always made this area unsuitable for large-scale farming, but perfect for shepherding. And walking five miles a day or more is quite common for this community of shepherds. Walking provides excellent cardiovascular benefits and is easy on the joints. And I think that's, you know, because once you get older. the key to life, you guys. We really figured it out. Seriously. All right. So let's pop over to the country right next door. Or if we're a Sardinian, we can walk over. Ooh, a little little jaunt. Which is Icaria, Greece which is another blue zone. Let's get into it. So Icarians, this is fascinating to me, are almost entirely free of dementia and some of the chronic diseases that plague Americans. One in three make it to their 90s. Jesus Christ, the odds are in your favor. A combination of factors explain it, including geography, culture, diet, lifestyle, and Outlook. They enjoy strong red wine, late night domino games, and a relaxed pace of life that ignores clocks. Mm. Plus, clean air, warm breezes, and rugged terrain draw them outdoors into an active lifestyle. Uh, this is where I want to live. You know, the, I love nobody plays dominoes when she with said me. Dominoes, I thought, Natalie. Nobody plays dominoes with me. Does anybody else play dominoes? Come here. You can join my black family. They all play dominoes. <laughs> God, I love dominoes. So let's get into the diet and exercise of Icarians. So Icarians or Icarians? Icarians. Icarians? Icarians eat a variation of the Mediterranean diet with lots of fruits and vegetables, whole grains, beans, potatoes, and olive oil. In fact, 6% of their diet consists of olive oil. Wow. They eat meat and fish, but their meals are generally made around vegetables. They also use grass-fed goat's milk instead of cow's milk. This is really giving me Sardinia vibes. Mm -hmm. It provides potassium and the stress-relieving hormone tryptophan. Oh, I love tryptophan. I I love a goat milk. Oh my gosh. It's also hypoallergenic and can usually be tolerated by people 
who are lactose intolerant. Something that is both a part of their diet as well as part of their overall lifestyle is drinking herbal teas with family and friends. So wild rosemary, sage, and oregano teas also act as a diuretic, which can keep blood pressure in check by ridding the body of excess sodium and water. In fact, John Hopkins' research published in the journal Neurology confirmed that the use of diuretics reduced the risk of Alzheimer's by nearly 75%. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You know who I know is not getting Alzheimer's? Joe. This man pees every five fucking (laughs) seconds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Other research confirms that diuretics have a neuroprotective benefit. Damn, maybe that's why none of them have Alzheimer's. Interesting. They completely eradicated Alzheimer's over there. How? By peeing. I guess they just <laughs> pee it out. Their lifestyle, like all these other blue zones, very important. They get their exercise in very simple ways, usually by just like gardening, walking to their neighbor's house, or doing their own yard work. The lesson to us here is to incorporate more mindless movement into our lives. They also don't drive very much and prefer to walk everywhere instead of driving because their island is so small. Mm. Also, they love a mid-afternoon nappy. Oh my gosh. They live for a mid-afternoon nappy. People who nap regularly have up to 35% lower chances of dying from heart disease, which may be because napping lowers stress hormones and it rests your heart. Wow. I know. Like all Blue Zones, there's a big social aspect of their lifestyle. Like we said before, nightly domino games. That's apparently the scene. That's apparently hey, the scene. I'll, I'll learn dominoes if you if you want me to so I can play it with you domino, when we're 95. We'll play it and we'll have two strong glasses of wine. And we'll oh be my God, absolutely trashed. <laughs> I love it. So let's move into our last Blue Zone, which is Nicoya, Costa Rica. Nicoya is a small rural beach community located in the Guanacaste Peninsula on the northwest coast of Costa Rica. According to researchers, most inhabitants live to at least 90. Nicoyans often live more than 100 years, and Nicoya boasts of the highest number of centurions in the world. Oh. Yes. How do they live that? Why do they live that long? Well, they like to get some vitamin D. So Nicoyans enjoy healthy doses of daily sun, which helps their bodies produce vitamin D for strong bones and healthy body function. They work, eat, and relax outside. And this is in stark contrast to North American lifestyles where people spent the vast majority of their time in homes and schools and offices. Mm -hmm. So getting, quote unquote, smart sun exposure, so that's about 15 minutes on your legs and arms every day, can decrease the risk of osteoporosis and heart disease. But again, we're not we're not roasting. We're not tanning, you guys. We're just living our life going, like it's golden. We're going on a, a nice walky walk around yeah. the blocky yeah. with some sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a plant. You just yes. need to get the sun and exactly. some air. Exactly. Their diet obviously is a, a big factor here. And the food regimen gets its name from the region of Nicoya, Costa Rica. They have a mortality rate. lower than the rest of the nation. Why? Well, scientists believe that it's because their diet is high in fiber and centered on low glycemic index foods. It's effective for maintaining a healthy gut, managing weight, regulating blood sugar levels, and decreasing the risk of health problems that become more prevalent with age like diabetes and heart disease. 
The Costa Rica Blue Zone diet is mainly natural, unprocessed, wholesome foods like squash, rice, beans, and corn. Oh my God, sign me up. Much of the food is still homegrown and homemade like tortillas, gallo pinto, plantains, and tropical fruits with meat thrown in just a couple times a week. Families tend to eat larger meals uh, at lunchtime and lighter meals earlier in the evening. Their food's also low in added sugar and very few processed snacks. Yeah. And the last little component to the Nicoyan way of life is their mantra, which is plan de vida. So the Nicoyan <sighs> elderly have a reason to live, which is called plan de vida, which keeps them positive, upbeat, and happy. So they feel needed and they enjoy a sense of purpose, which is kind of that thing we've been seeing mm-hmm. throughout all of these countries. Yeah. So we've gone through all five Can we sum up what they all have in common? Yes, we can. And the researchers did. And it's actually called the Power Nine. So Blue Zone researchers, team of medical researchers, anthropologists, demographers, demographers, and epidemiologists gathered to search for evidence-based common denominators among all places. And they found nine. Aha. The first one. We're summing it up, you guys. Take notes. Move naturally, go on a walkie. Do your little period. garden. Do your little garden. Go on a little walk. Do you it. don't. You don't have to be going to the gym every single day. No, go on a walk. Go on a walkie. Two purpose, feeling that sense of purpose, feeling needed, especially as you get older. Yes. Three is downshift. So what the world's longest lived people have that we don't are routines to shed that stress. So mm. Okinawans take a few moments each day to remember their ancestors. Adventists pray. Icarians, they take a nap. And Sardinians, they do a little happy hour. Oh, fun. Another one of the nine is the 80% rule. So Hara Hachibu, the Okinawan 2,500-year-old Confucian mantra said before meals reminds them to stop eating when their stomachs are 80% full. And I do think that goes with the lighter dinners in the evening. It seems like they like to have a breakfast and a lunch moment, and they're they're a little lighter on dinner. So you're telling me they're intuitive eaters. Yeah. Which means maybe go back a couple episodes. Listen to that. (laughs) In another one of the nine common denominators is plant slant. So beans, including fava, black, soy, and lentils are the cornerstone of most centarian diets. Meat, mostly pork, is eaten on an average only five times per month, you guys. So it's once a week if, you know, a little bit more than once a week. And serving sizes are three to four ounces, about the size of a deck of cards. So a very small portion of meat. And they're really focusing on like legumes and plants. Yeah. And I'm still very fascinated by the pork thing. Me too. And all the beans. You know, in America, we're always told like, oh, beans have so many carbs. Don't eat beans. Well, apparently that's not the key. But you know what is? Wine at five. They like to drink in these little countries. Yes, they do. So except the with the exception of Loma Linda, all of these different blue zones have an element of a wine or an alcohol. And it feels like it's more of like a traditional it's, thing. It's not like to get drunk. It's no. to be a part of the community. Yes. There's like a community aspect it's to it. It's a community. And it's like to enjoy it with your food, you know. Mm-hmm. Also belonging. All but five of the 263 centurions that were interviewed belong to some faith-based community. Denomination doesn't seem to matter. 
So research shows that attending a faith-based service four times a month, that's only once a, it's only once a week. It's only like a Sunday a thing. Sunday. That will add four to 14 years of life expectancy. <gasps> wow, that is a lot. So you don't have to be like, you know, super devout. And it's really whatever works for you. It doesn't matter. It's not no. one is better than the other. No, it's just, it's really that sense of belonging, community. Putting their loved ones first. So this means keeping aging parents and grandparents nearby or even in the home. Uh, it lowers disease and mortality rates of children in the home too. Oh, wow. Very interesting. That's really interesting mm-hmm. that it also benefits the children. Yeah. They commit to a life partner, which can add up to three years of life expectancy, and invest in their children with time and love. They'll be more likely to care for you when the time comes. Interesting. I'm going to need my kids to take care of me. I know. So I guess treat them well. (laughs) And then finally, our ninth guy here is the right tribe. The world's longest lived people chose or were born into social circles that supported healthy behaviors. Okinawans created Moais, which was that group of five friends that are committed to each other for life. Wow. Are we our own Moai? Hey, I'm committed for life. (laughs) We're committed here. (laughs) Research from the Framingham Studies shows that smoking, obesity, happiness, and even loneliness are contagious. So the social networks of long-lived people have favorably shaped their health behaviors. Hey, get you some friends. Get you some friends. Get you some wine. Have a kiki. Go on a walk. Eat some beans. Yes. And you're good. You're Gucci. Keep that stress down. Take a nap. Wow. I mean, we could really... We went through this really in depth, but it really was pretty simple. It's pretty... Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, just live a simple fucking life. We're doing too much We're doing too... Besides La Melinda. We're just doing the most. We're doing the absolute most. And it's literally killing us. Yeah. And I almost wonder, it's like, is it a conspiracy? Definitely. Because all the things that they do, we're told not to do. Right. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Could you imagine living without a clock? That could never never happen here. (laughs) What? All right, you guys. Well, we hope you learned more about blue zones, what they are, where they are, and why people in them often become centarians. And I love that word, centarian. Centarian. It feels very important. It feels like a centaur. Yes. Which is my sign. Oh. Oh, yeah. You guys are the half man. My dad always says half man, half amazing. Oh my God. What a sad thing to say. <laughs> so let's circle back on this wine that we're drinking. Nat, can you remind us? It is the Domaine de Lamandine, which again, it's a Syrah Grenache blend. And in France, let's introduce our Huati of the Week. Oh, our Hottie of the Week. You know what? By the time this comes out, this show's going to be over. <gasps> over, over. And honestly, our, I'm never mind. I'm very, I, I know it's one of the greatest shows, but my mom will not stop hitting me up about it. And I said, Mom, I don't watch oh, the show. See, if you don't watch it, there's. She goes, it's a, the new one's on this week. I said, Mom, I, last week I told you I don't watch the show. You have to really watch, you have to be dedicated <laughs> at this point. Um, We're talking about the show, This Is Us. Yes. And be, you want to go? Well, just because, you know, Mandy Moore, if, if you're familiar or not familiar with the show, they age. They like age them forward and backward. And so. We um, wanted to do Benjamin Button, but. We, we already did Brad We Pitt. already did Brad. So it's Mandy Moore. And who doesn't like Mandy Moore? We love Mandy love Moore. Her. So, okay. One to Mandy Moore. What do you think for this, de, 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 whatever this wine is? <laughs> whatever this is. Let me take another sippy. What are your thoughts? I like it. It's I. Right. I'm going to give it a seven. seven? Yeah. Seven, seven out of Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. 
All right, you guys, this is the part of the show where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week we're doing Unpopular Opinion. opinion. I'm excited to hear yours. Oh, I have one. There's I, literally, if I just not that interesting, you guys, I'll go first. I was at the gym, and I was like, they were telling us, you know, do this exercise. And I said, oh, my God, there's an exercise here that I can see everyone else hates, and I love it. I love a burpee. Oh, I fucking hate burpees. I love a burpee. <gasps> they hurt my knees so bad. No, they're like the they're like the ones everyone they're like if you don't do this, we're going to have to do five burpees and everyone's like, "Oh shit. Okay, like let's know." And I'm like, "I'd love to do five more burpees." Oh, no, no, no. So, I was anyway, so that's my unpopular opinion. I think that is unpopular. It is, I know people really don't like them, but I do. I feel like it's the pinnacle of health because you have to stand up and get down and sometimes you get a little dizzy in the middle and Yeah, my low blood pressure could never. <laughs> It could never. Whenever I do them, I like, first of all, my knees break and then I like black out on the way up. I love it. <laughs> it's a thrill for me. It's a thrill. Okay. So that's my unpopular opinion. Now, okay. what's yours? Well, I'm, I'm waffling between two because one is like so, it's not so controversial that like, I just feel like it could be misconstrued. I think you had to do it because now you've already said it. Okay. Well, you'll understand it because you know me. Okay. And don't take this the wrong way. Interesting. I don't like food. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't find food... Like, you know, people are, like, very food-oriented, like... Oh, no. I don't think uh, this is true. I do not care about food. Yes, you do not. I eat carrots. You, I eat, like... I mean, cooking, food. Like, I don't care. I like Mexican food. But you have, like... You get, like, little obsessions with things. Just because it's easy. You know, like you, like, you love chips and salsa. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. I get what you're saying. You're not like a foodie. You're not like a fine dining gal. No. Like you don't want to go to the hottest restaurant that's just opened. No, I don't care. Yeah. I go to the exact same. The only, I go to one restaurant. I was going to say, yeah, you go to one restaurant, you eat the same things over and over and yeah. over again. I don't care about it. And I will say sometimes I, I do try to eat like you because I'm like, not only it's very healthy, but she'll bring, every, every recording she brings bland carrots. I have a bag. They're good. And, and and sometimes I, I bring them because I'm like trying to be like you and I go to the grocery store. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get carrots like Natalie. And she just eats just plain carrots. Yeah, but you see, it's because I don't care. But yeah. here's the other thing that I, it's not that I don't, I eat, obviously I eat. It's just that I don't have like a, you know, some people really like, like, pe- like people, people live, that say like a reverence for food. Like, mm, right, right. Or food. like people that say, oh, I do you live to eat or eat to live? I eat to live. Yeah. Because the other thing is, like, with diabetes, it's just so complicated. I have to do all this math just to, like, eat something. Yeah. I so, can see that. Unpopular. Yeah, I just don't really care about it. <laughs> I just really don't care about it. There's, like, this one restaurant that I'm dying to go to, Horses in West Hollywood, that I've been trying to get into. I've never but, even heard of it. I, I know. You probably haven't. <laughs> That's a good point. Never heard of it. What is it? I don't know. It's, just, it's the talk of the town. Oh, I haven't even heard. Well, some. I will say, like, I'll see... Like on Hinge profiles, it's like must be a foodie, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't because I, I'm not. I, I don't want to disappoint you. But you do have your one place you like to go. I've got my one place, <laughs> and I'm gonna eat there for the rest of my life <laughs> till I'm a centurion. All right, you guys. Well, if you like this episode and you want more, we have episode 75, which is healthy habits to keep you 100, and episode 87, which is 
aging joyfully, how to embrace getting older. So you can go back and listen to those. And lastly, and most importantly, if you love the podcast, feel free to rate and review our podcast. It really helps us grow and we love hearing from you guys. And And we'll give you a shout out. And we'll give you guys a shout out. We love to read your reviews on air. And like always, we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.